Well, when we do the PSA announcement today, let's make sure that we we're clear that this is a leap year and we got that extra day squeezed in between, you know, now and when the moon is full. So I'm sure if you just say the, the day, and I think we'll be fine. But just a day. Okay. okay. I can do just that. A, yeah, you know, don't get too much involved in numbers because sure enough, somebody's yeah. going to be looking and forgetting. Because I didn't realize it until like two days ago. So... You ready for a little rock and roll? Uh, let's make it happen. All right. There you are. You made it. You made hey, it. Hey. It's, the bro, it's the bro show. Yeah. I My name's on. Jerry. My name's My Jerry. My name's John. My name's oh, John. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I hear an echo. <laughs> Is there an echo? Oh. Ooh. Hey, you know what, John? This is the season of the werewolf. And as part of our public service announcement, I have to say that today, Saturday, is a full moon. Yes. Therefore, therefore, if you are not a werewolf, stay indoors. Really good call. Stay indoors. Good call. Stay indoors. If if you are a werewolf that doesn't want to get into mischief, uh, you know, to end up with some rancher's buckshot in your behind, uh, mm. you, you might want to have a friend lock you in a room. Good. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah. Very yeah. good. Just think it through. That's all I'm saying. Just think it through. Okay. Hey, you know so, what? People want to know how, how can how can we find out, John or Jerry? How can we find out when the shows are? Well, it's not a secret, is it, John? No, it is not a secret. In fact, we got a gentle reminder that we let the subscribers uh, have the privilege, the benefit of that uh, with the. The email that goes out yeah. once a week. Email notification. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Letting them know uh, mm-hmm. that the show is ready to rock and they can drop listen. Wow. All good. Hey, what wow. you got on? You got anything on? Yeah, I got a t-shirt. Good, 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 good. Uh, you hey. know what? I, I decided to get the holiday t-shirt out again. Oh, that's okay. I'm kind of doing an instant replay myself. Oh, what are you doing? Uh, well, I'm doing season of the werewolf because um, okay, I've been wearing. You know, I wore it up to the thing uh, to the, to oh, our right. sponsor, uh, not our sponsor, to our werewolf site story. Visit. Yeah, site yeah. Visit. And uh, mm. then I took it off, but it kind of you know, get uh, make sure it wouldn't get too dirty. And then I wore it again yesterday, and I oh well, here we are. Wow, okay. wow. Okay, well that's a great shirt. Yeah, that, that's a All great. Right. It's with the motorcycle werewolf, and it's a long, it's green. Oh, yeah. Long sleeve. Well, you, you you mentioned sponsors a minute ago. What is our sponsor this week? Well, our sponsor is the Animal Legal Defense Fund. Uh, and this 501c3's mission is to protect the lives and advance the interest of animals through the legal system. And how do they do this? They accomplish this mission by filing high-impact lawsuits to protect the critters from harm, provide free legal advice to 
and train prosecutors to assure that they uh, can hold these animal abusers accountable, string them up, uh, <gasps> and, you know, incarcerate them. Uh, let's not get okay. any more detail than that. They also support yeah. animal legislation and provide the resources mm -hmm. and give law students an opportunity to advance in this profession, the legal profession, and take the high road and go with animal law. And most of all, they have got yeah. swag. They do, they've got great t-shirts, they do. Just, we got links at the bottom of our show notes where you can you can donate to the Animal Legal Defense Fund, find out more about them or buy a t-shirt from them. And also right below that, you can see where you can write, buy t-shirts and mugs from us to celebrate the season of the werewolf. All the proceeds from the shirts and mugs you buy from us, they go to the Animal Legal Defense Fund. That's our practice. We're squeaky clean. We are. You've got a heck of a werewolf story. Yes, I sure do. And it's with intense pleasure that I made a site visit this last week. You know, uh, I don't know ex the exact date uh, that we visited this uh, establishment as a, I did as a sponsor many, many moons, full moons ago. But, uh, <laughs> good, good. <laughs> but uh, what we're talking about here is an establishment, a coffee shop by the name of the Werewolf Coffee Bar. Mm. This is a, uh, uh, and we, we, we've always been fascinated. I think anybody that goes here, if you're reading on the internet, they, they, they like it. You don't have to be a, what I call a werewolf enthusiast to, to necessarily no. like it. But it's an independent coffee shop uh, serving coffee in the Chicago area. It's, it's a one-off. It's an independent. And in addition to coffee and tea, they also have a few snacks. And they got some merch. Merch is good. I mean, the baseball Ooh. has, in fact, a stocking cap. It just was so good. I had to buy one myself. It's yeah, got the, their logo. It's a logo that's got a wolf, cuts a coffee cup in half. And sure enough, what's emerging in the middle is a werewolf. So yeah. the, the original yeah. owners, uh, this is they're located in a warehouse district, uh, the, the coffee shop is. And the owners in, in this long warehouse, they were located that they re renovated into uh, office space. EMK restaurant group. Realized that their, their their employees, their staff needed a place to a go to place for coffee. So they said, what the heck? We're a restaurant group. Why don't we just open a coffee shop? And sure enough, they designed it as sort of a company clubhouse for the employees. But they realized that the this, this space was just too cool and, and for them just to, for the employees. So they quickly opened it for the, the open for the public. And uh, what's happened since they opened it back in 2017 is the restaurant group DNK has moved uh, out of the uh, office space and they sold the office bar to the owner of the building. So ah. it's located on the first floor of this long warehouse that's uh, kind of in the northwest, uh, near Walk Northwest, Wicker Park side. It's a, it's a kind of an industry area. So it's a beautiful warehouse that was built in, uh, in, in 1889 and renovated in 2012. Ooh. Space is really ah. cool. You, you walk into it. You feel it's very cash, uh, quiet, uh, see a lot of people on their computers, maybe doing some work, maybe just chilling with a nice cup of coffee. And so, um, you know, the, the, this past week I, I had a chance to ride my bike up there. The weather's been really good. And I was greeted by a really cool group of people, the, the Jays, you know, the, the uh, oh, staff really? members. Yeah, the staff members. Uh, Jacob? And and Jake. Yeah. And Jordan, wow. that's a woman's name, and uh, and the manager Jess. Uh, she's uh, huh. she, they were all very cordial, 
And Jake's a veteran of the group, so I had a chance to kind of go. Uh, he's been there since 2018. So I ordered okay. my light, dark roast coffee, sat down, and, and learned a little bit more about uh, the, the, the warehouse, the werewolf uh, coffee bar. And yeah, well, give us a skinny that, here. Well, the thing is that, you know, the thing you say, well, why do they call it werewolf? And I finally, yeah. you know, you, you can go on the internet and you're not going to get this information. You got to talk, you got to go out Ooh. and visit and get it right from the, the expert, Jake. And he let me know that the original people, they took a look at it and they said, this space we've got is, is transforma- uh, transformative. It's sort of like a werewolf, you know, goes from a human to a werewolf. What they did with this space is they feel that the nature of it and the furnishings are, you know, take a, a, a cold warehouse with brick walls and make it warm and fuzzy. And the best part of it is <laughs> furry, warm, you might say. yeah, yeah, warm and furry. That'd be better. And <clears throat> the best part of it is that this used to be a delivery uh, warehouse for uh, Wonder Bread. And yeah. when Wonder Bread uh, uh, pulled up stakes and moved out, they left one of their delivery trucks there. So that delivery truck has been renovated and and it's been transformed into the the bar, which you actually go up and make your your order. So wow. I think the new thing we've got going for us uh, with the with the new owners is that they've kind of tried to put a monster motif on the, the place by yeah, they emphasizing have, it. And they got a life-size uh, well, werewolf figure that greets you when you come in. It's got uh, wolf paws on it. they got a few mm. portraits hanging on the walls, including in the, the, the restroom. And they make some specialty drinks with uh, monster names uh, during Halloween. So it's a, it's, it's a great spot. Uh, I felt really good that I was able to go back there and, and see that it's business as usual, except that they got the new owners, which I think have added a little bit more monster to it. And yeah, yeah that, that, so that's, that's yeah. the shtick. Wow. You know, the thing that I like best about this is you, you got a picture of yourself sitting outside of the shop. Someone took it. Yeah. And I noticed there was a, a small card on the window that was boldly printed. Do not bring your dogs inside. Leave them out here. Werewolves inside. Yes. Wow. I gotta give full credit to Jake for that picture. Let's 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 mention him as many times okay, as I okay, can. Jake but, but did I a great job. Jake, okay, yeah, that's great. But I thought this was really great that these guys are really going with the premise. Oh yes. You know, they're trying to protect the dogs from the werewolves. That's good. And they indicate where they are and everything. So not every day you can go to a warehouse, a werewolf uh, coffee bar, but you can in Chicago. Yes, and I'll tell you, people that cross the country. You know, they're on a trip, maybe a road trip uh, in the Midwest. Yeah. They go yeah. out of their way. This is a destination coffee shop. Really? Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, you're not going to – It's there's not a lot going around it. I mean, it's got a lot of tenants, office space. So uh, I, I read in the, on the Internet where someone says, yeah, we saw there was – we were going to bust through Chicago, and we said, this is a go-to place. we got to go there. And sure enough. And wow. people are really pleased when they go. They're really satisfied. They like it. They realize it was a well-worth – the, the extra mile they go to get there. So it's very inspiring, John. Thank you for your coverage, <laughs> sir. I'm happy to report that that we have a word. We do have, we a, do word. have a word. Actually, it's words. It's two words. Yeah, it's two words that, that really serve as one word. And the yes. word the word is logo three. Yes. Logo three, John. Well, logo you know, three. it's a word. 
I didn't even know what it meant until, you know, like a week or two. It was a week ago, perhaps, yeah. where this became the buzzword. I mean, the word in the, in the basketball world, everybody heard Logo 3. So what is a Logo 3? The Logo 3 is a three-point shot, basketball shot, taken near the midcourt logo on a basketball floor. So what we find is that many of these, most of these uh, basketball courts now put the the logo of their nickname so that if you took a look at, uh, and, and they put it in the center, usually. And so what we find is that if a basketball player is taking a shot that's near it, it's beyond, it's way beyond the three-point area, the circle. So maybe two, three, four five, six, whatever feet beyond it. And that long range shot is called a logo three. Wow. Ex- example of that would be uh, uh, just in the event I'm talking about is there's a superstar a basketball player by the name of Caitlin Clark broke the NCAA, NCAA's uh, women's basketball all-time scoring record on a logo three. Uh, she did. So, she did. And, and so, you know, see it in headlines a lot. This You last, will. You, know. you will. And now, now you know what it means. And, you know, furthermore, just important points here. People may want to know, uh, like I talked to my friend Sarah. She's in Australia. She doesn't know a lot about basketball. So she wanted to know, Jerry, how far out do you have to be to get a three point shot? I thought, well, this is a, this is a reasonable question, right? Yes, it is. So he, here's the deal. For uh, the NCAA women's uh, tournaments and, and games that they have, that they sponsor, it's a little over 22 feet. And here's the thing, and, and for men, it's about a foot more out, you know, both for the NCAA and the NBA. Now, here's the interesting thing I'd, I'd forgotten about. If I ever knew it, I forgot it. That is that the three-point uh, line is not a circle or even a half circle. Oh. Did you know that, John? No, I don't know exactly. You know, it is a little bit. It's an ellipse. It's, it's an ellipse, ellipse, and it's a, it's not exactly the same. It's very close. Not exactly it's the a same foot. distance. It's a foot less on the corners. Yes. It's a foot less on the corners. So I, when you see people making those corner three-point shots, they got a little easier than yep. the ladies and men out there in the middle of the court. So anyway, fascinating subject. I learned a lot from doing this, and I'm I'm excited about the logo three. I got something new in my vocab, and you know I think now, John, we need to really well, talk you know in what? depth about a certain person. We do, and I just want to bring some little breaking news about logo three, and that is there's a scandal oh, wow. going on. There's a scandal with respect what? to this logo three. Oh, this is breaking news. This is breaking news. What's happening out there? If not, we're the first ones to report it. Is that some Basketball teams are increasing the size of their logo to cheapen the logo three. In other words, they Wait, want to have, what, they want to be able what? to say it, and they're encroaching upon the three point, the three points, you know, eclipse or Line. elliptical one. Yes, it's it's, it's so you got to be careful wow. because uh, you know that you, there's no rules as to what the logo, how low, big the logo is. So I just wanted to point that out that uh, we're, we're just beginning to surface this information. So. You heard it wow. first here. Okay. Wow. John, thank you. Thank you so much. You've had your nose to the grindstone when it comes to our topics today. And you yes. you went to the warehouse for the for the werewolves. And now, you know, you have you've got breaking news on the three point. 
Wow. Yeah. Okay. So be careful when you when they when you when they say yeah, it's a, gonna, a logo three. Be careful because I'm gonna have to get be... I'm gonna have to get the oxygen. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm better. Wow. Now. I'm better now. I'm better. Okay. Good. Good. Now I think we can handle a, our two takes now that you've come. You ready? I'm ready. I'm okay. Ready. So okay, we're gonna we're gonna talk about Caitlin Clark, aren't we? We sure are. I mean, if you haven't heard about this individual, then you've been living in a cave. Uh, for our brothers the, <laughs> were living in a cave. They never heard of her. <laughs> well, Can you believe that? About, Can you believe well, that? Well, that's that's part of what happens when you live in St. Louis, I guess. Oh, 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 <laughs> See, they don't have a professional basketball team there. Any, you know, they, they basketball is kind of foreign. They hardly have sports there. They have a no, baseball that's right. team. Football, yeah, they've lost a baseball team, football team. Uh, they lost uh, a football team twice. They've lost two different yeah. ones. But that's not going to keep us from talking about this incredible woman named Caitlin Clark. And yes. just a, a few of the deets. This 22-year-old uh, basketball superstar he plays for the Iowa Hawkeyes. She's from West Des Moines. Uh, her, you know, athletic family. Uh, and she's a typical thing where she's got brothers. So what does she do? She's going to be playing basketball against boys, men um, in, in her formative years. And she's got, you know, you can, she's got these incredible stats uh, in high school where she went and, uh, you know, 32 points, you know, an average 60 point uh, high game. And she decided to go to Iowa and she's now in her senior year. So she's culminated her. It looks like this will be her last year. She could potentially go one more. But every year she has been 27 points and a little bit higher as a sophomore mm. senior up to the point right now as she, we currently speak her points per game is 32.9 and what's interesting wow about, yeah so That's it, high, it's a big John. number it's a big number she's leading yeah uh she led last year uh, i think it was second last year but she's always been near the top or at top with respect to not only points per game but also with assists so yeah. um so, you know, but her, her team, uh, the Iowa Hawkeyes, last year, uh, for the first time in the history of the women's basketball program, was able to get to the final game in the NCAA tournament where yeah, they, they were. Uh, they played LSU. And what's amazing, uh, it, it, this this is a, a, a basketball player, a singular uh, a, a event type basketball player who even finds, it finds ways to make her big events even bigger. And I think the that this last year, what she did and got the logo three, was that it made she became the all-time career NCAA women's basketball leader by scoring a three thousand or three thousand five hundred and twenty-seven point, eclipsing that is correct, uh, Kel, uh, Kelsey Plum. And, wow. and 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 so she said, you know, I just had to do it with a logo three. So she wasn't going to do it with a layup. She wanted to make sure it was spectacular. And, she did. Yes. And we find out through her whole career, even when she loses, like last year, when she got to the final last year and they lost to LSU, there was a, there was a controversy with respect to the trash talking that was going on between her and the uh, in what's her, the the basketball player who plays uh, Angel Reese for LSU. Yes. And yep. all kind of everybody thought that they were that was for sportsmanship. But these, these ladies, that they that's just the way they hang. You know, they're, yeah. they're, they're competitive. They, they, you know, this is yeah. the first time they've been on the, on the court together. So they kind of, you know, have fun with it and, and, you know, we'll, you know, make little sig signals like the ring on my finger. Well, I got the ring, you don't. 
kind of stuff. <laughs> and so last year, you know, even when she she loses, she finds a way to make it a big event. So, uh, but you know, one thing that's happening right now is that Certainly. you know it, when that's when you were this successful, you people are jealous of you. They find they start nitpicking and finding things that they feel make you maybe not as great as you are. And and, and let's face it, she's a, she's a show dog. I mean, she delivers when Ooh. she's out there on the court. And she yeah. lets you know it, and she kind of like gets the crowd all roused up by you know lifting her hands up and uh, yeah, and yeah. So, so flexing, so she flexes, she flexes. Uh, it, the, the thing is, she has a way of of uh, gliding. It's almost like up and down the court. She's a uh, she's a guard, six foot feet tall, and she just seems to kind of be you know glide through and find ways, little crevices to get up and and make uh, make her shots. And she shoots her her her, her three pointer. It 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 could be two or three feet way beyond us. The, the the logo three was, and it's so quick. I mean, she'll she'll be there, and all of a sudden she takes a couple steps back, all very efficiently, and then just lets it fly. So yes, she what does. Some of the, what, what do you what, you know? What are some of the things you think are going on with respect to these people that have a a, a way of kind of you know blasting? Yeah, let's talk bit. about this. Let's talk about fear and loathing in the WNBA. Let's just to <laughs> get there. Let's just go straight for the throat, shall yeah. we? Yeah. Yeah, haters gotta hate, John. Um, yeah, you know, I hate to, you're you're no stranger to this. You're a podcasting personality. You've got several hundred shows under your belt. Uh, I'm certain yeah. you have experienced some of this stuff personally. Oh, yeah. I'm just a producer. I, mean, I don't I don't run into too much of it, but I know you do. You, I do. It, it's amazing. You live in a big people, city. Yeah, they say, why did you why did why did you do that topic or? You know, can't oh. you do something a little more interesting than that? Or, you know, it, it, it's just such yeah. nitpicking out there. And uh, fortunately, I'm not I'm not the sensitive, uh, you know, podcaster. I no. could be and I could no. go nuts with the, with these people. I you try would. to cordially. You if you were um, if you're sensitive, yeah. you would you go nuts. Well, back to the WNBA. Yeah. So what, what happened when all this stuff started going down? Here's a couple of things happening. Number one, she is about. She could very easily, I feel, break the all-time scoring record for men and women in college basketball. Yes. She, she's very Pistol close Pete to Maravich. Pete Maravich. Right. She's close to Pistol Pete's record. And uh, so when this kind of stuff happens, when a record gets broken, usually the person who holds the record is very gracious. Right. You know, when LeBron... Uh, broke Kareem's record. Kareem was there and congratulated him. It was very, very sweet. You know, uh, and, you know, I'm sure that if Pistol Pete was around, he would do the same thing. Kelsey Plum was very laudatory toward Caitlin Clark when she broke her record. But not yes. everybody's that nice. You know, right. so once what happens is once you start getting close to these things and you break them and you go over the line, then people got to find the stuff. People say, oh, she uses a smaller ball. Oh, <laughs> yeah. you know, Give you know me the, a break. You know, I know. You know the difference in by diameter of, of the ball? It's one third of an inch. One third of an inch. An inch is already almost nothing, but a third of an inch, nothing. So, yeah. I don't even know why they bothered to tell you the truth to make that ball a third of an inch less in diameter. That's crazy. So that's one thing, you know, then there's this thing with the three point line, 
right, uh, the three-point line. Yeah, yeah, oh, of course, they got line. a shorter distance. Those women that have it made. And you're going to love this. So uh, there was a record holder in one of the early WNBA pioneers. Uh, her name's Cheryl, Cheryl Swopes. She went on uh, TV and said, well, you know, Clay, Caitlin Clark, she's a very prolific shooter. But, of course, you know, she had five years to break that record. That's not fair. You know, Kelsey Plum only had four years. And, you know, she should be able to shoot that well. She's 25 years old. She's been in school forever. Yeah. Can you believe how, it? So How wrong? This is crazy. Not much more. So these are two vital facts, and she had them both wrong. Uh, Caitlin's been in, in school for four years. And you know what? By the end of the four years, it won't be four years because she lost a couple months to COVID. So she's played less games than Kelsey Plum and still broke the record and probably less games than Pistol Pete. I don't know. I haven't checked into that, so I can't say. But one thing for sure, she's 22 years old. She's not 25. Right. So so the, the goofiness has already started. I don't know if Cheryl did that on purpose. Or if she just made a mistake, either way, it's not a, not a good look, John. It's not a good sure look. Sure, it's not. And you know, the other thing is endorsements, John. Endorsements. Oh, let me tell you, that's gonna. The, I don't think this other stuff's gonna cause too much problem, but she's gonna have to, you know, uh, pet down some ruffled feathers when she get, wherever she lands, because she's gonna have so many hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars in endorsements. That that could cause a problem. You know, well, it me, John? you know what I do with my endorsement. What would you do? Uh, I would do is I'd get my teammates involved in some of those promotions, so they get a little get to dip their beak. What do you think? I think that you're you're right. I mean, one of the we have to understand that right now, college players. Uh, first thing is, college women's basketball is a much bigger deal than the pro, the WNBA. They don't play at the same time. The women play during the winter. The the, the, the professional team plays in, in the summertime. And spring. they are also the spring, summer, fall, winter, spring, whatever. Uh, princess oh, princess. Was. The princess, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do you do it each time? So uh. the, the deal about this is that the we've talked about the fact that the WNBA has been is strangled by a, a a labor agreement, their collective bargaining agreement. That's a little been been a little rough, and that's not going to be negotiated again until later this year for the year 2025. So they have a limitation as to what their salaries are. Now there is a way that they can a bonus pool that's that's again not calculated correctly. So the, the, these college women, many of them are making more money than the pros do already. And when they and will you say, well, don't the pros have uh, uh, these NIL, these image, uh, you know, these these endorsements? Well, the fact is, no, they no, don't have no one gives money. a shit about them. No. They yeah. you know, some of them, some of them do, but not many. And what they do, they're a lot less. So Caitlin Clark is going to come on board and she is not going to lose her this this, this no. money, these these endorsements. And she'll become part of it. WNBA is so strapped in terms of their of their salaries that there many of these women have to go to Europe during the off season to play to, to keep you know to, to, for their livelihood because of the, how low their salaries are. So you can just imagine uh, Caitlin Clark's going to come into WNBA and she's not going to have to go to Europe. 
she's got enough money that she can just, and she's going to be a big deal. She's going to pack houses wherever she goes. And I think there is a little trepidation. Uh, going on mm. in terms of the way that's going to play out. Not, because, not with the uh, general managers, only with the players, not with the yeah, general managers. Right. They love I mean, her. It, it'll be great for the, 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 the industry, the, the, the professional, the WNBA, but how it's yeah. going to be approached. And I mean, we'll see, you know, she's a, she does, you know, she likes to be a little communicative uh, on the court. She likes to talk trash and we'll just see how that plays up uh, in the, uh, in the yep. WNBA. Are you ready for some uh, some logo three groaners? Yes, I've got some groaners. I got here's one that uh, was provided to me by Vincent Anthony Lauder Jr., our our source for many of our groaners. And here it is. What is a thousand times better than an Instagram? What is a thousand times better than an Instagram? A milligram. That's a, yeah, that, that could be. How about a kilogram too? Oh, kilogram. Okay. Yeah, kilogram. It's, it's a little more common, but I think, you know, you take yeah. it between the two. So, and some, okay. and, but All right. and All some right. people prefer to call this an insta kilogram, uh, but that's okay. okay. I can I, see that. Close enough, it, it, it all works. Now, here's a basketball one. Okay. What is the best time for a basketball team to chase a baseball team? What is the best time? For a basketball team to chase, when when you take a look at a clock, what is the best time it would be? Okay. Specific. Yeah, the the best time. Yes. Yeah. A certain. Well, yeah, that would. Uh, geez, uh, seventh inning stretch, uh, bottom of the ninth. Uh, I don't know. Five after nine. Five after Basket- nine. Yeah, basketball team is five would be chasing a baseball team that's nine. So five after nine. That's the kind of so joke obvious. you would tell. That's the it, kind it, of joke it, you would tell. It's a number joke. It's a basketball. I know I could go with the, the Longfellow and uh, it, but I decided I'd kind of make it a little more difficult because I knew you were going to get the first one. I said, step up the game a little bit. Oh, well. Okay. We did Another it. Another show. We've done it.